Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, and I am your host, Don. I want to thank everyone for listening, and today we're talking about Rutgers basketball. Rutgers basketball is in a resurgence of sorts, led by the addition of transfer portal player Jeremiah Williams. Let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so this might be the Alzheimer's podcast. I just recorded most of it and realized I was not recording. So let's do take two of the Rutgers Resurgence podcast. In any case, um, Rutgers basketball had hit rock bottom last week when they lost at home to Penn State 61-46. to I mean, it was absolutely dreadful. It was a dreadful game in a year of Rutgers basketball. Poor, dreadful games. The team had looked lost. They had looked slow. They had looked disorganized. Even Peichel looked clueless, and I love Peichel. I had the biggest Peichel evangelist you'll ever see, but Peichel was making some decisions and player personnel and not adjusting defenses and just really, really doing some questionable things. And the team had been terrible. They're still not great. But now, enter Jeremiah Williams, right? Dun, 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 dun. Jeremiah Williams. Um, he has really led a little mini Rutgers resurgence in basketball. If people don't know Jeremiah Williams, he's a transfer portal newcomer. Um, he's, I don't know if you follow the story guys, but he's a two time transfer. He also, in addition to transferring a few times, he got suspended by the NCAA for some kind of gambling violation. He then sued the NCAA won the court battle, and now is just eligible two games ago. And since he has been eligible to play, his first game back was on the road against Michigan. And in his first game back, he carried Rutgers to a win in Michigan. His second game back was against Maryland, where he carried Rutgers to another win last night. He had 14 points, played with four fouls for most of the second half, and managed to really carry the team on his shoulders again. The Rutgers team looks completely different in my mind with Jeremiah Williams. We're still not a great team or even maybe a good team, but the team now has a spark and has a playmaker where we didn't seem to have one. Um, For those who maybe haven't seen him or don't know much about him, he's a 6'5 guard, maybe maybe a winger, but 6'5 guard that can do a little bit of everything, honestly. He's a very good ball handler. I guess he could be a point guard. Um, he seems to shoot pretty well. Um, he can definitely drive. He has a lot of speed. He can play defense. He certainly rebounds well, but he's definitely a playmaker, right? He's somebody that can break down defenses one-on-one and sometimes even one-on-two. He can definitely drive and get to the hoop where most of Rutgers players don't seem to even want to try. They just try to pass around the outside and occasionally take, take a jump shot or maybe take two steps toward the basket and <clears throat> then stop and look around where uh, Jeremiah Williams so far in two games looks like a player and he looks like a player that Rutgers can go to in crunch time where we didn't seem to have anyone like that before. And um, <clears throat> it was really be- good to see because Rutgers still has many, many flaws, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but at least now it appears like after two games anyway, Rutgers has a player that they might be able to count on when everything else is going wrong, which seems to happen a lot lately now. This team, and bottom line, is a different Rutgers basketball team with Williams on the team. And I should say, Jeremiah Williams, right? Um, If you don't know, Rutgers now has two Williams on the team, too, right? We have Austin Williams, who's also a transfer portal person, and we have Jeremiah Williams. So Austin Williams is uh, also, by the way, kind of an energetic uh, person that can actually get to the hoop. Another one, a little bit shorter, a little thicker, but 
Um, also plays with uh, some good twitch and speed and, and you know, really, I, I enjoy when Austin Williams plays. He's actually hit a few jumpers as well. Austin Williams doesn't seem to be able to hit free throws. But Jeremiah Williams, um, you know, is just a tremendous, tremendous addition. And, and I'm just very happy. So when I say Williams in this podcast, I'm referring to Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah Williams, the newcomer. Um, the Maryland game, uh, maybe I'll touch on that. Rutgers won 56-53 on the road in Maryland last night. Last night beating Tuesday night. Um, let's see. There was a absolute horseshit technical foul called on Derek Simpson with about a minute and a half left in the game. Rutgers had been battling back and forth and it had a late surge. And Simpson had a beautiful dart drive and up and under reverse layup to put Rutgers up nine points with about 90 seconds left. And he was celebrating to no one. He wasn't in any defender's face. He wasn't in the ref's face. He was just making some symbol like he's going to eat, like just feed him more so he could shoot. He just made some, some symbol. And the ref teed him up. And the game turned around at that point. And Maryland got within one. And yeah, it was just ridiculous. It was just, it was the stupidest friggin' call. I, I can't get it. If the game ever went the other way and Rutgers lost it, this whole podcast would have been about that. I am not a person in general who advocates, you know, celebrating and all that other horseshit and, you know, then the new mantra nowadays in all sports, let the kids play baseball, right? Yeah, you're going to flip the bat after you hit a homer, jog around. You know, yeah, I know I'm down 12 to 1, but I just hit a homer. I'm going to flip the bat and jog slowly around the bases. You know, I hate that shit, right? I am not, you know, football, defensive end gets in there, your team's down, you know, 24 to nothing in the fourth quarter, but you you make a tackle for a loss on a running back. And he's up there, you know, they, they're strutting, doing little dances. You know, I hate that shit. I am not a person that's in favor of that. All that said, this was BS. This friggin' thing, he just, all he was doing was celebrating. He, he didn't actually get in anyone's face. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't disrespect anyone. He basically made a great shot in a big spot. One of the biggest spots in the game. It put Rutgers up nine. And he was just celebrating like a normal person would celebrate. And for me to say that, I'm telling you, it was no big deal. It was just nothing. And for him to get teed up on that, I am telling you, this would have been a whole different podcast if Rutgers lost that game because the game turned. And it almost did. They won on like an 8 nothing run after that and he closed it within one point. But Rutgers showed some metal. And again, <clears throat> with, with you know Jeremiah Williams in the two games, they have showed metal. In the Michigan game, which was the first game back for Jeremiah Williams. Rutgers was down 15 in the second half. Keep in mind, Rutgers has never won in Michigan, right? Steve, Steve Peichel, all the good teams we've had recently. Michigan has always been our foil. Right? We've never won in Michigan. We've won in Purdue. You know, we've won in Ohio State. Not Ohio State. We've won in a bunch of other places. We have not won in Michigan, right? Bottom line is we were down 15 in the second half to what is obviously a poor Michigan team. They're their last place team. But again, we've never won there. We're down 15. You've seen how this team plays this year. And I'm going to talk about some of the problems we have in a little bit. But we're down 15. The team showed some resolve. Jeremiah Williams put the team on his back, helped us come back, and we won the game in Michigan. Uh, what are you going to say? I mean, again, it, it happened in Maryland. It happened in Michigan. Rutgers is still not a good team, right? And we have things that we need to cover, but it is so exciting to see that we have a playmaker on the team that sort of picks the whole damn team up, right? He's quick. He can get to the basket. He draws fouls. And he's someone that in only two games, 
seeing him, I have confidence that he's really going to be able to, you know, help this team rise up. Now, we are not going to be a good team. I don't even know if we can be an average team because there's just too many flaws on this team. And it's not just a bad spell at this point. This this year has gone on too long um, and, and there's problems. And, and some of these problems are we can't make three-point shots, right? Gavin Griffiths, I'm looking at you. He was this new incoming freshman that was supposed to be great at shooting. It looked early in the season like he might be that. I, he just hasn't been that so far. Maybe he just needs to get better. I don't know. Also, you know, the rest of the team. I, Simpson had, cannot hit three-pointers. Everyone, Noah Fernandez, every, everyone that shoots three-pointers cannot do it, basically. There isn't one person on our team that you can say, oh, yeah, he's really good at three-pointers. None of them. They all suck balls. We're terrible, right? We, we are, what, the second most efficient defense in the country and, like, the 300 and third ranked offense, right? Second best in, in defense, like 300th out of 320 in offense. That's how terrible we are offensively. So in addition to not making three-point shots, we can't hit free throws outside of maybe Derek Simpson and maybe Noah Fernandez and occasionally, occasionally Hyatt. Um, that's it. Everyone else sucked balls of free throws. We miss layups at an earth-shattering rate, right? He <laughs> misses so many goddamn layups like Rutgers does, right? These are some of our problems. We don't really have a point guard. I mean, maybe now we do with Jeremiah Williams. He's 6'5", and, and he can definitely handle the ball. He can definitely drive. He can definitely post up. He can rebound. He can block shots. He steals the ball. I'm, I'm telling you, the guy is, so far in two games, looking really, really good. Um, other quick notes here um, on the team – Noah Fernandez, I've I've had enough of him. I've, I really want him gone. It's just I think he's just been one of the worst players for us. Terrible. I, I don't even want to see him. I mean, he every time he's in there, he's turning the ball over. He's making bad decisions. He's trying to go one on one. He's taking off balance shots. I don't like him. I don't. If he's able to just you know be a good point guard, take care of the ball, drive and dish, you know, make good passes, and even if he didn't shoot at all, I'd be more happy. Like it, just him scoring no points. But not turning the ball over and sending people up, I'd be happy. He can't even do that. Like, like he turns the ball over and still shoots bad and is selfish. I, I don't like him. Um, Cliff Amore has been up and down lately. But overall, he's had kind of a down year. He's had a few better games lately, but I expected way more from him this year. Andre Hyatt still blows balls, people. I'm sorry. I cannot. I can't take the narrative, guys. Every time, if you listen to the TV announcers, what when they call Hyatt's name, he gets called that as being their most consistent player, their most consistent scorer. That is, he is the polar opposite of their most consistent scorer. What he is, is a person who has the potential in a given game to score 18, 19 points, whatever. He also has the potential to get zero, to get two points, which he has a lot in the last week or two right? That is not the definition of consistency. That's the definition of inconsistency. The fact that his points per game average might be above most of the team does not equate to the fact that he's the most consistent. It equates to the fact that he averages the most points. You know, if I have 18 points a day and none tomorrow, I'm still averaging nine points a game. It doesn't mean though I'm consistent. It means my average might be higher than yours. Bottom line, high bothers the shit out of me. He takes too many bad shots. He makes too many turnovers. He is not at all consistent. And I'm sorry. I'm so fucking tired of hearing people say Hyatt is consistent. He seems to blow balls in every big spot. 
I've had it. Between him and Fernandez, they're killing me. They're just killing me. Sorry, guys. I just, I, I don't. This is a podcast where I'm very happy about Williams and the team, and, and just Hyatt just continues to burn me. I, I can't stand it. The team overall, in general, though, feels better. Everything feels better with Jeremiah Williams on the team. And if you watch the last two games, it just seems to raise the level of the team when he's in there, right? Um, he has two more years of eligibility left, by the way, guys. So not only um, is he going to finish the rest of this year at Rutgers, if he doesn't transfer a third time, he will be with Rutgers for two more years after this year, which is friggin' awesome, which means he's going to play next year with Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper to start with, which is awesome. Um, so that's a really good thing. Moat um, Mag is playing better lately. Um, he's been a key part of this team last year and a couple games this year. He's been up and down this year. <clears throat> he had a few games where he was pretty bad. Um, he didn't really shoot much at all or score much, but the last couple games he's been much better. He had 15 against Michigan and played really well against um, against Maryland last night. So Mag, and he'll also be back next year with Jeremiah Williams to play with Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper, you know, Derek Simpson and some others. So um, there, there is some, there is some hope for the future. Um, maybe we can make the rest of this year much more interesting for Rutgers with Jeremiah Williams playing the way he is. You never know. Um, next year certainly is looking way up now compared to how it was, say, just a week ago or so. So let's go, are you? That's all I have for you guys. That's it. Thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.